1: This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers.
2: It is the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Download that app right now, betrivers.com. Frank Hanrahan from Visan, I appreciate you checking out this DC City Cast on a Tuesday. There is plenty to discuss uh, with the Washington Commanders coming up. We are going to uh, see if it. Is really possible that the uh, commanders are going to be happy with being mediocre at the quarterback position. We're going to chat about that. Russell Wilson was uh, asked about coming back east, current Seattle Seahawks quarterback, perhaps future commanders QB. Uh, And we got an NBA game to preview tonight. Wizards taking on the Detroit Pistons. But first, out of the box. I do have to have a mini celebration, not popping champagne just quite yet, but we gotta got to uh, be a little bit happy because finally, after digging ourselves such a hole, <laughs> cue that uh, music. The uh, DC City cast picks are now a game over 500. 31 and 30 documented. Thank you to the Minnesota Timberwolves last night for covering the three on the road at the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I gave out the T-Wolves yesterday, official release. There are many factors to the uh, reasoning behind it. But first and foremost, it was the Timberwolves were favored on the road, which is very rare if you go back and look at... Their games at BetRivers.com. And you see how many times Minnesota is favored on the road. Probably not even a handful, I bet. Because they're they're meddling. They're having a pretty decent season, all things considered. But they're rarely a, a road favorite. Sort of like Sacramento. Sort of like San Antonio. These these lower-tier NBA teams are rarely favored on the road. So that was the first thing that I thought about last night. was like, eh, Minnesota... Not very good, but they're favored by three against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I know Cleveland is missing some key players. But still, on their home court, they just beat the Wizards. They had won eight straight at home. And that was even another red flag as to why I should take Minnesota. So I gave out Minnesota yesterday, and then I went on rush hour with Danny Burke on VEASAN. And that was my big release. He said, you know, what do you like tonight? And I said, Minnesota, man. So there's extra pressure <laughs> to come through with the winner. And it was looking great. Minnesota was up by 22 in the third quarter. But as we all know, that baby, that number is there for a reason. And it was like water torture watching that lead just get trimmed down from 22 15 to 13. And in fact, at one point, they're up 20, got trimmed to 13, then went back up to 20. So you're thinking, OK, we're good. Oh, no, 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 no. We're never good in this racket, my friends. Never good. That number is there for a legitimate reason. And again, League gets trimmed down again, 13, down to 11, down to 9, down to 7. And then I've always said this about NBA games. Really, you don't have to tune in until the last six minutes because that's when the – that's when the uh, real money's earned. So with six minutes left, the T Wolves are up like six, and I go, "Oh God, oh my God, this could be the, could be the enemy." It was looking great. Now, last six minutes, only up by six, and then they go up by eight and nine, and then they're up by five. You know, you know the drill. So it's not on TV also, by the way. So that's the other thing that's great about these games. Sometimes it's great not to watch it. And in this case, great not to watch it. So I was just checking the score every once in a while. Let's be honest, I was checking it like every minute. Cleveland is down 120, 117 with I think 40-some seconds left. I'm thinking, okay, they'll jack a three. Hopefully they'll miss. Minnesota gets the rebounds and we'll play free throws the rest of the way. And hopefully the bet will come through. Uh, nevertheless, not the case. Cleveland hits a three, ties it up at 120 with about 20-some seconds left. And I go, okay, well, we're hoping for OT. Just give me OT. <laughs> Somehow, someway, Carl Anthony Towns comes back and hits a three with like 10 seconds left in the game. They could have, I guess, held it for one shot, but they get a good shot from the top of the key. And Towns hits a three, so I'm thinking, all right, this is good. This is... Because Cleveland's got to hit a three to force overtime. If they miss, the, they got a foul. So, of course, watching online, following online, Cleveland comes down, misses a three, but then it says that it's Cleveland's possession with three seconds left. So now I'm going, oh, God, this looks like a push. Because, again, I got Minnesota at minus three. They'll 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 either get overtime or they'll jack up a three, and that'll be it. Well, Apparently Minnesota challenges the call. I guess it was knocked out of bounds by uh, Minnesota originally on the floor, and they were going to give it to the Cavaliers. But upon further review, they ruled that it was Minnesota's ball. So now I'm like, this is gravy. Get it in with three five seconds left, three point five seconds left, and they'll get fouled. They'll hit one or two. And usually in the NBA, they just they're down four or five with three seconds left. They inbound the ball and they let the clock run right. No, that's not the case. (laughs) They get fouled. Uh, I forget. D'Angelo Russell hits both free throws. They're up by five. Game's over, right? And thank goodness I wasn't watching this because I watched it on Twitter later on. Even though they're down five with three seconds left, the guy from Cleveland gets the ball and tries to push it up and shoots a three. And here's what's even worse. Minnesota was contesting it and could have gotten called for a foul. And that would have been a bad push. But he misses the three. And it's a win, and that's all that matters is is getting the W. Doesn't matter how you get there. It's a W. So Minnesota at minus three wins by five over the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that made my night, and that pushes me now to a documented thirty-one and thirty uh, since we started the DC City Cast in mid December, and it's all about continuing this. Run and getting further and further above 500. Because as we all know what that means, that means we're finally having some entertaining fun and making some extra money. We're above, is it above uh, above the black or above the red? I don't know what it is. But you get what I'm saying. So it's good to be above 500. We'll have an official release coming up uh, later on here on the DC CityCast for your entertainment uh, pleasure tonight. It's a busy NBA evening. The Wizards are back in action. We'll preview the Pistons in just a second. And I also want to get into the Washington Commanders and these these stories that, that continue to circulate about who they want to bring in. And we sat here for many weeks, you got to take a big swing specifically because you're trying to get a new stadium, specifically because you got a new nickname, a new logo, new uniforms, hopefully a new mascot soon, hopefully a new fight song soon. You got to have a buzz, man. And I, for the life of me, can't believe some of the names that they are considering to bring in here that would absolutely be zero buzzworthy. Like what? what I, doesn't make any sense. So, we'll get into that uh, momentarily here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Download that app right now, betrivers.com. Straight ahead, we'll get into the uh, Commanders. I guess the combine is is underway from Indianapolis. Mel Kuyper Jr. has uh, the Commanders taking a quarterback at the 11 spot. Surprise, surprise. So, what does that mean in terms of free agency? We'll get into that next here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Frank Hanran from Beeson.
1: Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience Rush Pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. At BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be twenty one. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem call 888 532
2: we have said for weeks now that russell wilson is the main target for washington or should be at least in my opinion uh when they try to make some moves to get this team better for the 22 campaign with your new nickname new logo new uniforms you name it gotta swing big But that may not be the case if those options are not available or not accepted. DC CityCast rules on, presented by Bed Rivers. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson. And we have uh, been saying Russell Wilson would be an ideal quarterback to come in um, from Seattle where he's unhappy. Still has a big contract out there, so they'd have to do it by trade. Move some assets, move some picks to get Russell Wilson back to the East Coast because he grew up in Richmond And Wilson was on, I guess, the Today Show this morning. And there's Craig Melvin, who was the uh, interviewer when the Commanders unveiled their new nickname. He's also apparently a uh, Commanders fan ambassador. Excuse me, even though he's not really a diehard Washington fan, he just worked in Washington for many years. So uh, Melvin asked uh, Wilson about coming to Washington, and uh, Wilson said, hey, I love the East Coast, but I think the West Coast is better for me right now. Eyebrows raised now. I got my whole family over here. I'm from Richmond. I know what you mean. I got people hitting me up every day, all my friends and all that from the East Coast. But Seattle's a place I'm at right now, and I love it. It's great. So very diplomatic. And in fact, the host of today's show said, yeah, very diplomatic. Way to go. Not tipping your hand, but as we all know, he can't say anything in that spot, except that he likes where he is, because that would be like immediately tampering. So you don't want to say, "Hey, I hate it here in Seattle, and I want to get to see uh, somewhere else as fast as possible." And here, here's the other little nugget that's sort of fun about working in the media: times when it's not sports related, because if that was ESPN or one of these stations, A, probably Wilson goes on these shows and goes, hey, uh, if I come on here, don't ask me any questions about where I want to be or where my future is. But when he's on a show like the Today Show, he probably doesn't even think that a host is going to ask them about moving teams because he's hawking some other product. I'm not even sure what he was on there for, but I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't for football. And that's where it's good to be not a clueless but a news anchor can ask those questions and not get the other side pissed off right because what Russell Wilson could could be on like a a sports show and somebody would ask that question and be like ah man you know like get a little angry about it or get an attitude not saying that he would but you see what I'm saying like it's a good spot to be And to ask a question like that as the host of the Today Show, where maybe Russell Wilson wasn't expecting something like that. But it was a good answer. And, you know, if those reports are true that he's unhappy in Seattle, I'm sure the Seahawks are going to do everything they can to try to keep him. But if it seemed like Washington comes along and says, hey, we'll give you two first-round picks and Teron Payne, what are you going to do? You'd consider it, I think. Because Wilson's 32 33. Uh, if they have a backup plan for quarterback. But we, you know, we've said this for weeks on the show. And it's very obvious. Any team that wants to be competitive in this league has got to have a non mediocre quarterback. And I think you know where I'm going with this. So Seattle will have maybe a disgruntled Russell Wilson, but they also don't want a stooge under center. And this leads me to my next uh, topic of discussion. Why is this the agents of these mediocre quarterbacks that leak these stories or these ideas? For example, Mitchell Trubisky. Like, why would the Washington Commanders have any interest in Mitchell Trubisky for next year? It doesn't make any sense. The Washington Commanders are going to do two things, in my opinion. They are either going to draft a quarterback in the first round, which, by the way, Mel Kiper Jr. says it's Pickett out of Pittsburgh at 11, Or they are going to make a serious bid and trade for a quarterback like Russell Wilson. Like Deshaun Watson. Somebody that can come in right away and make them a legit playoff contender. I don't see it any other way how could they bring in a Mitchell Trubisky or a Jameis Winston or who am I forgetting another average mediocre quarterback that will literally not get you any more wins than what you had last year at seven and nine with uh, Taylor Heineke. Like it's nonsensical. Even if you're like the greatest football coach in the world, bro. You're not gonna say, I can make Mitchell Trubisky a pro bowler. Like it's just not there. It's like me going out and saying, hey, I could get a few points off Novak Djokovic in tennis, even though I'm a I'm an average tennis player. It's just not it's just not gonna happen. I could do training for years. It's just not gonna happen. We've seen what Mitchell Trubisky can do. He's a backup at best in this league. We've seen what Jameis Winston can do. And then you got guys like Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Immediately would change the complexity of your squad. So I can't buy these reports or these rumors about these mediocre quarterbacks coming to DC. I just can't. I just can't. They're either going to swing big and bring in somebody via trade or they're going to try to groom a young quarterback. My lean is big swing. And I was talking with Danny Burke last night on uh, the Rush Hour program on VEASAN. And he asked me about Deshaun Watson. Nothing would surprise me with this franchise. I guess Deshaun Watson is the odds-on favorite to be taken by or traded for by Washington, even though he is like 300-1 or something. Um, I said that that's probably not the case because... Deshaun Watson is facing sexual harassment claims. The league is investigating the owner for sexual harassment claims. I I just don't see how they could get through that PR flap. But then I say to myself, they've had so many flaps. What's another flap in Deshaun Watson? We'll know more in like a month about the future of where he stands with those cases. But I'm sure Washington is like, well, let's just see how the courts play out right let's have let's see if he gets charged with anything if not you know maybe we maybe we revisit that now that's something that you know coach ron would probably say hey we want a good character guy blah 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 but he also wants to save his job <laughs> right you know he wants to bring in somebody that actually can give them a better chance of being successful in this league at the most important spot on the field so that's why I'm not buying these, these stories about Mitch Trubisky and Jameis Winston. But I, I I can't see Russ Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Why not? Big swing. Come on. Big swing. Big, big swing. Speaking of big swings, Wizards made that trade for Chris tasspor and he has yet to play. It's been almost three weeks Got a game tonight against Detroit. We'll break that down. They got uh, Tomas Sadoransky back in the fold. Sato is back, previewing the Pistons and my official release for tonight. That is next. DC Citycast presented by Bet Rivers. It rolls on. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Beeson.
1: Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience RushPay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created RushPay. With RushPay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 532
2: Please do me a favor, a solid, and download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It is the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Download that app right now or BetRivers.com. Coming up, we are going to uh, give out our official release tonight, documented 31 and 30.
1: Ha
2: <laughs> ha! Since we started this DC Citycast, feels so good to be over five hundred. We got an NBA special for you tonight. Maybe push us uh, two games over five hundred. Maybe just, just maybe. Uh, Wizards are in action. They're hosting the Detroit Pistons. Fresh off that uh, loss on Saturday night, yes, to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. That was in Cleveland, where the Wizards did not score. For the final five minutes, well, actually scored two points in the last five minutes in fifty seconds. They are currently twenty-seven and thirty-three on the season. They've lost two straight. They're four and six in their last ten. They are two games back of the Atlanta Hawks for the and the Charlotte Hornets for the nine and ten spot. You just got to make the top ten to get into the uh, playing game, and. Uh, you know, there's there's no question they're trying to make it. They're not going to be tanking. We've talked about them tanking the right way where you play your younger guys, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, uh, you know, watching them, I, I, I respect Contavius Caldwell-Pope. He's, he's a fine player. I thought they should have dealt him at the trade deadline to a contender that needed a veteran guard. Um, I don't understand why he plays so much now like throw in Danny Abdia, throw in Rui, not to play guard but you see what I'm saying like infusion of youth, Corey Kispert. Play your young players, man. I I sound like a broken record on this podcast, but I don't understand why they're 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 continuing to start Pope who's who's dreadful defensively, by the way. Yeah, he can shoot the three a little bit. I guess he brings leadership. But just trot out the younger players you know what you have in Pope you just do he's not your future um, try something different I said it all along you should start your three draft picks right now Abdia, Kispert and Rui who doesn't get enough time as it is throwing Gafford and Kuzma as your starting five something along those lines Kuzma's been fantastic we've we've uh We've applauded him for many weeks. He had 34 in the loss of the Cavaliers. Uh, he is their best player right now, and um, he's a great addition. He won the trade with Russell Westbrook just his play alone. Kristaps Porzingis, on the other hand, is yet to play a game, and this is what just. Absolutely annoys me. I believe it was yesterday where, and it's the right question, but it's sort of where the NBA is right now, where somebody asked Wes Hunsell Jr., hey, have you thought about shutting Porzingis down for this season? (laughs) There's 23 games left. Now, they're players on other teams where they've done that like Kemba Walker they shut him down in New York Um, John Wall has been shut down for the whole season in Houston which is just a travesty of this league and they haven't done anything about it but he was asked about Porzingis and whether they should shut him down for the rest of the season because of this sore knee I mean that's where we are at with this league with the slightest hiccup, you you hint at should we shut somebody down? I mean, my God. If he's healthy, he should play. If you think he's part of this future and he's healthy, he should play. You dealt Bertanz, you dealt Dinwiddie for this guy. Let's see what we have at least before the end of the season. I don't think Chris Saps has done enough to say, you know what, I can just chill. I've shown what I can do. No, let's see what he can do with this team. So he's not going to play tonight again. And it's still these reports are that He's not even ready for five-on-five five practice. He's still doing one-on-ones and shooting on the side. Uh, so let's not get too excited about this guy because his nickname is the Unicorn, but the odds are of us seeing an actual unicorn before we see this dude play, uh, starting to tilt the other way. <laughs> I mean, I love And last week we said that the uh, Mavs announcer was uh, joning on him on Twitter by saying that it's been a month since he had to leave a game because of a quote-unquote sore knee. And I'm not sure the percentages of how many games this guy has played when he's able to or has been around in the NBA. And it, it can't be that high, the percentage. I know he had an ACL or something that knocked him out for a year. But he's just one of those guys that is always having some sort of injury issue. And that's why I'm not buying GM Tommy Shepherd saying that this is a big swing for Chris Stapps porzingis for, for a player that is healthy 60 to 70% of the time, that's not a big swing. It's not a big swing at all. Um, but we would like to see what he's capable of doing with his teammates. But that would be something if they did decide to shut him down make this big trade at the deadline, and then doesn't even get a wink of time. And hey, with the the current setup and style that the NBA is now accustomed to, wouldn't be surprised at all if that was the case. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, Let's get into the game tonight with the Pistons in town. As I check out betrivers.com, boy, oh boy, this is a very close number. It is only the Wizards minus three and a half at home against the Detroit Pistons, one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NBA. Uh, the Pistons' record right now is—it's uh, really a toss-up between them and Houston as the worst team, and Orlando. So there's a three-horse race. They all have 15 wins. Pistons are 15 and 46, three and seven in their last 10. Their road record is six and 25. Whew. Houston, by the way, is 15 and 45. They've lost nine straight. Orlando is 15 and 47. They are three and seven in their last ten, but they've won two straight. Uh, Pistons um, have lost 13 straight against the Wizards. 13 straight, and yet the Wizards are only minus three and a half. It kind of raises your eyebrow, doesn't it? Uh, Let's see if Houston or Orlando plays tonight. Yes, the Rockets do play at home against the L.A. Clippers. The Rockets are getting seven at home tonight against the L.A. Clippers. Ooh, the Lakers, who we just uh, ravaged yesterday, are at home tonight (laughs) against Dallas. (laughs) And Dallas is favored by five and a half at LA. How about that? That's incredible. That's incredible. I don't know if I'm gonna to touch it, but um, when a, a visiting team is is that big of a favorite, my God, we may have to we may have to put a little sprinkle on the Dallas Mavericks. Because we talked about it yesterday here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, the LA Lakers look terrible, look atrocious, man. Uh so we'll have our official release in just a second. But getting back to the Wizards and the Pistons, Wizards, um, you know they're they're okay at home. They're not fantastic. Their record at Capital One Arena right now is uh, fifteen and sixteen. They're 12 and 17 away, and they've lost two in a row. All, all, all signs point to the Wizards tonight, covering the three and a half. All signs point to the Wizards, covering the three and a half against a dreadful Pistons team. But I'm going to go back against the grain, and this is going to be one of my official releases for tonight to try to pump us up to two games over 500. I'm going to take the Detroit Pistons. I'm going to be one of those brave people. I'll take Detroit tonight, plus the three and a half. And hopefully by tip, it'll be up to four, four and a half. I doubt that. But I may wait on it just to see what the number ends, closes at, because I don't think many are going to be taking the Pistons. I'm hoping the public is pounding the home team Wizards. I'm hoping. I have my fingers crossed. If not, we'll stick with the 3.5 and and we'll go from there. But maybe it goes up a tick and I get a few more points or a half a point. Uh, But right now it's plus 3.5. So I'm going to take the Detroit Pistons tonight plus the 3.5 against the home team, Washington Wizards. All right? And then I'm just going to go against the Rockets. I'll take the Clippers minus the seven. Rockets have lost nine in a row. So back-to-back, if I click on the tips on bedrivers.com, the Rockets have lost each of their last 12 games on the first leg of a back-to-back. So this is the first leg of a back-to-back, excuse me. So I will take the Clippers tonight minus seven at the Houston Rockets, and I will take the Detroit Pistons plus the three-and-a-half. So I got a dog, and I got a favorite uh, NBA uh, tonight. So we'll see how that shakes out. All right? So those are my official releases. Again, Pistons plus the three and a half. Clippers, a big road favorite at minus seven. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> so we will talk again on Thursday. And, hey, by then, maybe uh, there's going to be an agreement between – the owners and the players uh, in baseball, so we can stop freaking out. Although I'm not sure how many people are, are you know, freaking out right now. And uh, what is it, March first about baseball? We assume that they'll get things done, and uh, we'll we'll be able to talk some Nationals in an actual season uh, moving forward. Again, reminder: follow along on Twitter at J Frank Hanran at Bet Download that app as well, betrivers.com and at VEASAN Live. We appreciate your support. We'll be back here on Thursday. Until then, this has been the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm
0: Frank Hanran from VEASAN. See you.